0: Hello? Hello? This thing on? Hello? Oh my gosh, I am back! <laughs> Welcome to a new episode, finally. A new episode of Uniquely Spoken. This your girl, Red, I have missed you. We're going to jump into this new episode because I need to fill you in on what I've been doing and why I've been gone so long. I promise you, don't beat me. Don't don't beat me and don't turn me off because you're mad at me. I love you. I'm going to make it up to you. I promise. Let's get into this episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come one, come all to this unique ball. Red people and honey buns alike. This is the place where we do nothing but let love unite. Yo, I am back. I have missed you so much. If you missed it in the intro, my name is Red. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for tuning in to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. It is greatly appreciated because I know I've been gone for a minute. But I'm back with the jump off. No, I'm playing. Um, (laughs) But for real, I know I have been gone and I kind of just dipped, um... And disappeared with no warning, no nothing. But, to kind of give you an update on what your girl been doing since I've been gone. Since I didn't put out a new episode or nothing like that in like a month or a month and some days. Which, once again, I do apologize. I thank you for sticking around with me through all of this. But, your girl just got a new apartment yeah, but yeah, I got a new apartment so I have moved. I have a roommate, um, who's the bomb.com. Uh, so yeah, I moved, um, had to get settled, didn't have internet for a minute. And I, what for what I need to record the podcast and all of that at least doing it from my phone, I needed the internet because I haven't set up anything on my computer. And even to upload, I would still need the internet. So, yeah, your girl was without internet for a minute. And because I'm in a new apartment, I'm kind of finding where to record at. So, if the background sound a little different or kind of echoey, I'm still trying to figure out where's a good spot to record. So, yeah, there's that. Because your girl ain't recording her mama car at 3 o'clock in the morning no more. Oh, look at the glow up. <laughs> Let's bask in the spirit for a second. Whew! But yeah, yeah, your girl not recording in her mama car no more, looking over her shoulder because it's crackhead roaming hours. Listen, I'm sorry, I lived in the hood. You didn't need you didn't need that information, but I figured, hey, we're close by now, so I'm talking to family. But not only did I move and get a new apartment and and all of that, your girl was working. She was collecting checks. At least was cause they let me go on May 1st. <laughs> and i dig into that later on, probably in the next episode. But yeah, I was I was working. You know, even though this whole name Rona with her snagged knock knee ass, got everybody, you know, locked down, clean clean. Um Rona got us locked up. Yeah. I was, I was in these streets working. Your girl was an essential worker until May 1st. <laughs> After them 30 days. What's up? They was like, okay, May 1st will be your last day. So, yeah, I'll get more into that later on. Probably, like I said, in the next episode. But, yeah, that was just a quick, you know, update on what I've been up to. So, we're going to jump into just scrolling. And y'all know before we really jump into just scrolling... Um, I want to send my prayers and my condolences to the families of Little Richard. Come on, Tootie Fruity. Betty Wright. No pain. No pain. Yeah. Andre Harrell. I keep messing up his name. Who? And also, um, I believe his name is Jerry Stiller. The older man from Seinfeld. Seinfeld I never really watched. But I remember him as like the old man who sold the bras from hairspray. Yeah, G- I, like I said, I think his name is Jerry Stiller. Stiller. Um, he passed away as well. Like I I don't know what guy got cooking. All I know is if you ain't right, you better get right because they leaving like 2020 I need you to pump your brakes I need you to calm your nerves we already dealing with this buck two hoe named Rona like listen now you taking out music icons we can't keep having this in these streets um but prayers and condolences to that to those families and also to the families of Breonna, I believe that's how you say her name, Breonna Taylor. If you don't know about the case of of Breonna Taylor, she was killed in Louisville, Kentucky about a month ago. It's maybe be, maybe be Jesus. It might have been like a little over a month ago. So she was a award winning EMT member of uh you know upright standing member of the community, all of these things, and she was killed by the police, and she was shot I believe it was about twenty two times or if not a little over twenty two times um she they did a drug raid on her house, an illegal drug raid on her house only to find out not only were they at the wrong house the man that they were looking for which had no connection to miss taylor at all had been arrested earlier that day so the neighbors her neighbors said no one identified themselves they bust in the house and basically just started shooting so you know i wish and hope and pray that sh- her family receives justice and Peace in this time, as well as the family of Ahmad Arberry. If you don't know about his case, his he was killed back in February. And what's was scary and what's crazy is that these cases happened like months ago. Um, Ahmad's case, like I said, he was killed back in February. If you've seen the "Run with Ahmad" or "I Run with Ahmad" hashtag going around. He was killed on February 23rd, and May 8th, I believe, would have been, excuse me, his 26th birthday. So celebrities, people in the community, um, activists, all of these people walked and ran 2.23 miles to represent the day he was killed, um, showing their support for Ahmad. And he um, he was killed by. These uh, two, a father and son, uh, Travis and Gregory Michael. Gregory, I believe, was a, he used to be a sheriff. So, yeah, he was a sheriff in Georgia. This is where all of this took place. And I believe there was another name, William Bryan, that ended up coming up. Ahmad was actually boxed in. He couldn't couldn't run away. He was killed on camera. And what's crazy is when he was first killed, the police didn't make any arrests because the DA said there wasn't probable cause. How is there not probable cause when this man was killed on camera? Like, I genuinely, I don't, I don't get how there was no probable cause. It's scary for every black person Please know that you are loved. Black males especially. You are loved. You are important. You matter. If if to nobody else in this world. Matter to yourself. You matter to God. You are important. And you matter to me. Because it's scary walking around with a target on. That you cannot take off. So. Um, if you want to know more about. The Breonna Taylor case. Or. Or the Ahmad Arbery case, um, please look into it, Google it and find out, you know, more information on it. I would give more information, but I would never want to pass out or pass on the wrong information. So as I said, excuse me, as I said, prayers and condolences go out to these families or those families and prayerfully justice will be served. In Breonna and Ahmad's cases. Now. Y'all know. In this time I was off. On hiatus. You know. Making moves in these streets. And collecting checks. Um, I was just scrolling across this ghetto ass internet. And. I came across this battle rapper. I don't know where he's from. I don't know his name. I really don't want to. Because. I understand in battle rap, like, not, like, mainstream battle rap, but underground battle rap, um, things are said, blow blows are sent, whatever, but this man, who's a black man, who was battling another black man, started making comments about his opponent's daughter, and listen, it's not like this man was handsome, he was not, um, you know, he had a face only a mother could love. Um, he had a face set for radio. He would have been A1. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. So, the comments that he made that I was real just uncomfortable with during his rap was... <clears throat> excuse me. He told his opponent's daughter, you know, my daughter is light-skinned. She's going to be... My daughter's going to be hard to get. Your daughter's going to be hard to want because basically she was dark-skinned. And she's going to grow up with low self-esteem and basically sleeping with dudes to get money or to get any type of attention because she's dark-skinned and she's ugly then she said he called her a bitch like he was like i don't care if she's six i hope that bitch learned how to fight because she's ugly and she look like a daddy in the face and she dark-skinned sir you a dark-skinned man you hop skip in a you a hop skip and a jump away from midnight black yourself let's not I know we supposed to be uplifting in this black community and I'm really trying to be, but he also said, he was like, I don't care if that bitch is six. I'm a pimp. I'm a bitch slap that bitch. And if he was like, I'm gonna put her out on the strip and I don't care if 30 dudes pay me $30. She sucking 30 things like, and he kept referencing if she was six, sir, you sound like you finna do 25 to life. You sound like a pedophile in training. Like, you talking about pimping a six-year-old. Be careful what you're pouring into your kids. And, like, what's, what's crazy is what if this other man's daughter grows up and he wants to share, like, what he did or what he used to do as far as battle rap is concerned. And he, like, she comes across that. Like, he, talk, he was talking about, you know, the kids' physical features and all of these things be careful what you pouring into your kids and what you pouring into other folks kids because all it's gonna take is one time that one thing that a child cannot erase in their head that's it it's not you can't go back and take it away you can't go back and change what you said once it's out it's out you talking about this child gonna be bent over and all of this getting trans trans trains ran on her just so she can get attention like who thinks of something like that who thinks of something twisted like that and you keep calling her a bitch like sir man you if i was a battle rapper and we was doing like i was legit in a battle rap with you i everything would get put on pause cuz now i'm finna put my i'm finna donkey kick you through your chest like what the who who does this you creature of the Black Lagoon, light. Like, okay, I'm done. We're gonna move on. But be careful who you let, who you exposing to your kids, because kids come across things and they don't say anything. Kids see things, hear things, or whatever, and they don't, they never say anything. But later on down the line, in their adulthood, it'll come back up, and then all of a sudden, now you surprised. And like come on, come on now, be be careful, be aware of what you showing your kids what you who's pouring into your kids, what's pouring into your kids, what your kids are exposed to with that being said, moving along with me just scrolling across this ghetto ass internet and all of these things in these streets, I came across the video of I believe you know a mom and a daughter, the baby looked like she may have been like maybe two, three. If, you know, if that old. But they're both... I'm assuming the mom just had on a bathing suit. We're going to say she had on a bathing suit. But her bathing suit, the bottom part was gone. Okay, cool. Bottom part is gone. And the mom is teaching her kid pole tricks. Or at least the little girl is climbing, like, on the pole. But I believe what everybody was kind of just up in arms about was the music playing in the background because it was Meg the Stallion and it was I forgot the name of the song that was playing and what the mother had on because the mom got the you know the little girl climbed so far up on the pole to the top of it which that you never know that could be you know she building athletic muscles and all of that because to be a stripper you, you got to have some type of muscle strength you got to have muscle memory you got you We all make jokes and all of this, but strippers, I applaud you. Exotic dancers, I applaud you because it takes some strength to hold your body weight up to get up that pole and come down. So kudos to you. But the mom got the child up. Um, The child, you know, had her legs and everything wrapped and she climbed, you know, climbed up there. And then the mom got on the pole and flipped upside down and told the child to sit like on her legs or on her butt like right where her butt is like I said and then the mom starts spinning and the child is just laughing and everything we as adults we can overly, overly sexualize a situation that's not something I would probably expose my kids to if I did it, I would probably have on different clothes and I wouldn't be playing something that's talking about bending over and sucking and all that in the background that's just me you know that's that's just me that's just how I operate but excuse me Everybody was up in arms because they was like, You know, this you're a horrible mother. Why would you do this? Why would you expose your kids to this? And initially, I had that thought, like, What the hell? Like, what you doing? And I even showed the video to my boyfriend and was like, Babe, you would cuss me out. He was like, Me, he was like, Yeah, me and you gonna have a big argument if I ever walked in and we had a child and you upside down on the pole and she sitting on top of you. No, but he was like, We would have a big argument. So, it's like, okay, mother and daughter spending time together, but at the same time, mm, things could have been done differently. Because if mommy got a pole up in her room, and I'm making that thing clap for daddy, (laughs) I'm not going to teach you anything I be doing. Like, okay, I'll let you climb, and then you can get down. That's it. But as far as me showing you my tricks, baby, what I do behind these doors is none of your business. How I made money back in the day is none of your business. Let let me get off of here. Let's move on to the next segment because I'm going to tell my own business. I love you all. Let's move on. And we're back. So, I told you all that in the last segment that I have now in my own apartment, by the grace of God, <sighs> but I also told you that I have a roommate, and my roommate loves me so much she's going to be on my podcast. So, red people, honey buns, y'all give it up for my roommate, Devonna. aka Honey Bun. Hey, Davana. Hi. <laughs> Why are you laughing already? You good? Yes. (laughs) So, this part of my show is called Unique Thoughts. Unique Thoughts is basically, I find something across this ghetto-ass internet, and I kind of just give my opinion on it or my thought process, or I do, like, story time, stuff like that. So, I found something on the internet. And I actually found two things. So, I'm going to get your thoughts on two things. The first one. So, this mother... Have you seen everybody, like, kind of doing this public disciplining on Instagram and Facebook type thing? Like, blasting their kids or whatever? Yes. So, this one mother found out that her daughter had another cell phone after she got hers taken away. And she got it taken away because she was sending nudes. The little girl is 12. And she, her mom found this second one and her mom was like, go ahead and talk like you was talking in them text messages. Go ahead and talk like a slut like you were in the text messages. So this is the second time this little girl done did this. She done told who she was sleeping with or who she was supposed to be messing with, what little boy was messing with her. And mama was on IG live blasting her so if you had a daughter and you found a phone not only after you taken away the first phone but you found out that she was let's say sending nudes and nasty text messages how how would you react to that first off what's done in my house should be in my house right this is my child and I won't have to worry about the outside world giving their opinion if the outside world don't know what's going on true my daughter and I that will be handled between myself if her father needs to get involved or if he is involved or whatever other family member then I will involve them as a parent myself I have a son but if it was a daughter son regardless Mm mm-hmm public humiliation can lead to so many catastrophic things True. her daughter is never going to be able to bounce back from that especially with people that she knows I don't went out here and told people that you're having sex at the age of 12 she goes to school somebody's seen that video little boys might say well she's out here doing this this and this that can lead your daughter to getting raped that can lead your daughter to being kidnapped that can lead your daughter to taking her own life True. I'm going to beat her ass now that I'm going to do yeah. The first time I catch her doing it, and the second time that I'm catching that I caught her do it because she knows better. Right. But also, I'm going to try to find out what's causing my 12 year old daughter to act out in this manner because this came from somewhere. Right. Is it that she's seen me do it? Is that something that she's been influenced in another way? How can I remove her from this situation so that this does not continue to be something? And when she gets older, it becomes worse. Right. How can I put this at a standstill right now? I'm going to beat her ass. But then I'm going to find a solution to the problem. No one, especially strangers, is going to know what my daughter Mm -hmm. is doing, especially if it's something like that. Yeah. And a lot of people don't think about it like that. Like a lot of people not like, oh, well, she, the mama was in the right, like the mama was in the right and the wrong. Because like you said, what is leading her to act like that where she feel like she got to show her body for attention? Now the only thing you finna do is make it harder for you to know when she's doing something, cause she's gonna learn from this and cover her tra- tracks better the next time. Okay. Yes, now, I wouldn't beat her out of anger. i oh, oh I'm I'm gonna break her back at some point, but like initially finding out everything, no, nah, cause I need I need a minute, cause I'm gonna fight you like you pay bills in this house and you done not disrespecting me, mm-hmm. and. Like, God forbid my nieces ever do something like this. First of all, their uncle is going to put a mud hole in their back. Second of all, like, that's, that's a whole different level of what are you pouring into. I, like, I always said, be careful of what you're pouring into kids, knowingly and unknowingly. Especially, like, your kids or somebody else's. Mm-hmm. Because you never know where, like kids see stuff and don't say nothing and it sticks with them and you don't find out later on down the road. Like, oh yeah, well, I remember when yada, yada, blase, blase and then you caught off guard because it's like, well, when, when the hell did you see me do this? So when did, who did this around you? So, I would get that, I would get my kid in therapy like ASAP because like you said, what's, what's going on for my child to think well this is how I get attention sending pictures of body parts to little boys so but kind of shifting gears so we heard the remix to Savage and we heard Beyonce say in a demon time she gonna start the OnlyFans for those of you who don't know what OnlyFans is please google it cause I am not her and she is not me but you basically, only OnlyFans is for amateur porn, far as I know of. I ain't looked it up, and if I have, that's my business. Um, that's neither here nor there. Don't make that face. So, <laughs> I want to get your reaction or what you would do if there was there was this girl who's a mechanic in Indiana, I believe. She was a rising star. She was the first. She was on track to be the first female, um, I believe it's called a mechanic chief or mechanic master, which is a high position in, <clears throat> excuse me, in the automotive area, in uh, in what are those things called? Rec shop, the repair shops for cars. That place, and <laughs> I don't know why I can't think of the name of it, Jesus, but. She was 24. Her name is Kristen Vaughn. She has an OnlyFans account. She started it in January. Her job found out about it. And uh, they fired her in February. So, how now the thing is, what's worse is it wasn't like she was fired. Because oh you doing this outside your time, her male co-workers were watching her videos at work. They would stand around in a huddle and watch her um videos at work. Now there was a female before her who was in the same position, started OnlyFans, co-worker found out about it, and when they was off the clock, the co-worker grabbed a butt and something else. And the you know the higher ups was like, well. You're you you know you're making it harder for yourself, and basically you violated policies. Well, when people started asking, well, what you know, what did she violate? They couldn't say. Well, it's it's private. It's between the companies. Da da da. But what did she violate for her to get fired? They was like, well, she's raising. Um, basically, you putting yourself in danger they're trying to say she's the cause for the reason why she got fired now they found out about the OnlyFans account because of her Instagram she had did an Instagram story um, saying subscribe to her channel or whatever and a co-worker saw it found her and they was watching porn at at work why y'all not working on folks cars don't know but that's probably why it be taking like two, three days to get your car back. Cause you watching porn. Cause you watching porn mm-hmm. on the clock. But how how would you respond if you were her? Like that's tough because I'm stuck at like I'm stuck at, on this. When you are off the clock and you have such a high position like that. And you know that you're going to be going to something different. No matter what you are doing. If you're going to be moving up into a high title. Your image is everything. Mm-hmm. You don't see President Obama and Michelle Obama out there with the fans on the page. And if they have one. It's very, very strict. You don't know nothing about it. You cannot be in a up position and be doing things like that, I get it, and I understand because now that I know about it, that's a whole nother thing for the whole. No, way. But listen, if I didn't know who's coming out there wrong? And this handcuffs on the door, you just might be. <laughs> but, I can understand from the company's standpoint, you were removed from here because of an image type thing. You can't be someone leading someone else and doing something that's not considered right in the public eye. Especially being a woman. Because they know that women are being treated... Everyone knows that women get treated differently from men. But you see, OnlyFans, since quarantine has happened, OnlyFans accounts and pages have been on the rise. So, like, I get what you're saying. So, like, if, if I was personally her, I wouldn't have let so many people know... that this is what I'm doing especially if it's something that could possibly affect me becoming a part of history Mm -hmm. that's like me going out robbing the bank and telling people that I done robbed the bank and I done lost my freedom and I done lost my child Yeah. but at the same time she's off the clock it wasn't affecting her work while she was at work Right. she doing her own thing on her own time at home I'm kind of conflicted with my feelings. See, I understand, like, the identity issue. My problem comes from why not hold the male the males in that same regard. Why is it that they weren't punished, in a sense, for watching porn at work, at work. and harassing her? It was like, well, you, you put yourself in a position to be sexually harassed. Like, that's like telling a rape victim, oh, well, what did you have on? Maybe this is something that you asked for. Like, who asked for that? Who asked for this man to? Exactly. And that's where my point was coming from, where men and women are treated differently. Just like society feels like men can't be raped. Right. That because you became erected, you were attracted to this person. So, therefore, you weren't raped. Right. That right there, I wholeheartedly disagree with. I can lay next to my boyfriend, but naked in the bed. He can have a condom on and everything. we ready to go. If I tell him I do not want to have sex with you, I don't want to have sex with you. I don't care about us being in the bed. You being naked. you ready to go. I'm ready to go. All of that. If I say no, no is no. All right. If you do not have permission to touch me, do not touch me. If you do not have permission to come at me in a sexual manner, do not come to me in a sexual manner. Mm-hmm. So that I wholeheartedly disagree with. The company... In my opinion, should, she should sue them for even saying some crap like that. Right. Because, like you said, that's like accident rape victim. Or what did you have on? Or what were you doing that made this person want to rape you? Right. The fuck would they do that? At? Right. Here in the real world. I feel like it's because she was a woman and because she was about to be the first woman to make history in such a thing like that, Mm-hmm. that was their way of saying... We're not about to let this damn lady bypass us and become equal to us men. This is what we needed to get her away. And it could be something out of jealousy with the co-workers. Well, damn, I've been here doing such and such for this long. And I'm only just a basic mechanic. And she about to make history, becoming the first woman to take on a position like this. Let me go ahead and ruin her and knock her down because she thinks she's higher than me there are so many things that can go into that it could be like I said jealousy it could be that they feel like women should stay on a certain level it could just simply be that they don't want her Mm -hmm. to be the greatest that she can be and this was her their opportunity to knock her off of the pedestal that she worked so hard to climb up on Mm -hmm. do I agree with her actions because she was doing it to pay off student loans so and she was doing it, trying to get out of, you know, trying to get out, of debt, out of debt, okay. and she wanted to kind of start a savings account. Now, what's crazy is there was a male coworker who he had been his girlfriend had an onlyfans page, and he had been in uh, videos with the met with his girlfriend. Nothing happened to him, and she was doing these videos and she like the co-workers started messing with or whatever and she would ask him like please stop don't tell anyone whatever whatever well they took it to hr and the powers that be and they would uh they would tell her well this is what you wanted you want like people to subscribe so he was like shut up i'm making you famous type thing well no not necessarily where you're putting my job exactly but yeah I get it and like I said it's like a I do not agree with how the company and the co-workers handled the situation nor how they handled her I'll forever be in her corner when it comes down to sexist pigs like that Right. but at the same time I get where she was coming from mm-hmm. but when you're moving up the ladder to higher and better things. I can't go to my job cussing, and flipping and out, beating people up and expect to become CEO of my company that I work for, Yeah, I just simply can't. I can't go out and do things like that because not only are they gonna look at your skills and qualifications for this job, they're gonna look at the image that you're upholding. True. And with you being a woman, it's gonna be so much harder for you to be able to get into those things and be able to stay in those things. There are other means to make money. This was quick, easy, fast money. I get it. I understand. But I feel like she should have thought, thought about the actual position itself into more details and how this could have affected her in the long run. Because when you made it public, yeah. you put it out there on the internet, asking people to watch, that's how these people came across it. Your Instagram is public. Yeah, next joke. time, just block your block your coworkers. Yeah, don't even accept them and make your pages private so only certain people can see. Exactly. So she, if she'd tweak just a little bit more and been just a little bit more meticulous on those things, I think she could have got away with. Hey. Okay. But we gonna jump into the next segment. Thank you, Davanna. You're welcome. Y'all, she will be back if if she so agrees. If not, I'm just gonna lay in a bed and. Give her Reese's until she agrees. So what she's saying is I need to hold out. We're going to talk about that while we come up with the name for this OnlyFans page and get some masks. Um, <laughs> I'll holler at y'all in the next segment. Hey, honey's. So, I have been waiting a long time to do that <laughs> and to get back to you all. But, hey honey, how you doing? I've missed you. So, for those who are new, Hey Honey is the segment where either I answer questions, like give my advice or whatever. Um, you can take it with a grain of salt or, or not. That's up to you. Um, and I usually give words of encouragement so this hey honey um I'm actually going to be like answering a question that came from another podcast that I listened to called uh now that's life with Dr. Nina if you do not know who Dr. Nina is um I believe she has a YouTube channel as well called beautiful brown baby doll um search her look for her she is like real inspiring and like bomb.com I love listening to her podcast but in one of the episodes I listened to that was talking about insecurities she asked a question and it kind of hit me because you know I tend to overthink or I'm a deep thinker and I want to see how you all respond to it so the question was can you learn to like yourself even when you're not doing well. Once again, that's, can you learn to like yourself even when you're not doing well? Here's the thing. Doing well can be... Um, it can come in different forms. Doing well mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, spiritually. Can you learn to like yourself when you're not doing well? When something is off. Can you learn to like yourself. When. You don't have the job you used to have. Can can you learn to like yourself. When you're not with that partner you used to be with. Can you learn to like yourself. When you don't feel your best. For me. Like I believe everyone deserves to have an ugly truth moment. With themselves. Just don't live in that ugly truth moment. But. Your my ugly truth moment for myself is no I don't think so and everybody should be able to like themselves in every state that they're in being doing well doing bad or whatever I probably could learn to like myself but at this particular moment because I don't know like really what I've been going through Mentally, in a sense. It's like I've been mentally drained or I don't know how to bounce back like I normally do. Like, I have been blessed by the grace of God to have my own apartment now. Like, I have a roommate, but, you know, I'm in my own place. And for the life of me, I could not be proud of that. For the longest time, I thank God for the blessing. I was working after not working for four years. I was working, even though it was temporary. I was getting a check. Thank God for the check. But I was working and getting the check, and I couldn't be proud of that. I couldn't let myself be proud of that. Can you learn to like yourself even when you're not doing well? It, un, excuse me. It uncovers. Or it digs like deeper than just the surface of. Oh yeah, I can learn like myself. Yeah, you know, everybody go through hard times or things, times when things aren't where, aren't right or aren't well. But for me, I I can't because I'm learning. Like I'm still going to counseling or therapy, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm still going and I'm learning things about myself. I'm a perfectionist to a certain degree. I and that stems from not from feeling like when I was younger I couldn't mess up because my sister was one way my brother was another way but I was the child that always did right I was the child that always stuck to the straight and narrow I I did not veer I did not walk off I did not my path was what it was when I was in school I did what I was supposed to do get to college did what I was supposed to do had all these plans for myself and when that did not happen and life just kind of was like near (laughs) like no no go this way I didn't know how to adjust and for for the longest it's like I just coasted it was easier to coast and to play into the identity that I was given from other people as caregiver it was identity to play that role it was I, not identity it was easier to play that role it was easier to not have to focus on myself and now I'm in a position where I'm by myself most of the time um well not most of the time but I'm by myself I have more moments to myself and I can sit with myself more and I'm learning that one I'm 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 a control freak in a sense two I I'm slightly a perfectionist three I don't like I'm seeing my own insecurities like they're becoming more visible and I don't know how to play them like I don't know how to address them in a sense, so can you learn to like yourself even when you're not doing well? My ugly truth moment right now? No, because I don't like myself at the moment, and it's hard. Oh, I'm getting so many text messages. <laughs> it's hard to say that out loud. But when you don't say things out loud, when you don't speak things and make it clear and make it plain, you don't have room to heal. You don't have room to change them because you're the only perspective that you're listening to. You're the only voice that you're listening to. And you don't deserve that. You don't deserve to just be your only voice. You can be the loudest voice in your head in the right way. Not just criticizing yourself. Because that's what I do. I criticize myself and I overthink. Like, Mother's Day just passed. And when I say, my roommate and I were trying to do things for our mother, for our mothers and grandmothers. And was trying to make things perfect. And things weren't going right. When I say, I got to the point where I just broke down and cried and called my mom. And she was like, you know, it's okay. It's okay. It's, I promise you, everything's going to be fine. And my mom's birthday is next week. So she was like, you can just make it up to me next week. If, you know, if that's how you feel, but I promise you, I'm not mad and nothing. And she was like, it's okay. I said, no, it's not. No, it's not. Because we wanted things to be perfect. Everything's not going to be perfect. (laughs) I'm trying to learn that that's okay. That everything is not perfect. (laughs) Everything is not going to be perfect. But because I, things went wrong so much for so long, I just learned like it became normal not to like myself in a sense. But I couldn't tell anyone I didn't like myself because then... Uh, no, I can't cry. I can't cry. I can't cry. I can't tell anybody that I didn't like myself because... One, it made it real. And two, it was... It's like now I really put it out there and now I have to deal with basically my my own choice. My my choices are my I have to deal with the consequences of what I've said. And I'm here hopefully to inspire you enough to address, you know, your ugly truth or have that ugly truth moment with yourself. And I actually have a poem called Ugly Truth, but I have to figure out how I would do it on here um, because it comes from, like, the view of two perspectives. So I would have to, I'm, I'm going to work on that. But learn to like yourself at any stage in your life. Right now, I'm terrified because I have to learn to like myself when I don't fully know myself, I know myself under under the identity of caregiver, and that's it. Learn to like yourself in every stage, good, bad, indifferent. Whether you think you know you're doing bad or not, whether you think other people are judging you for whatever reason, you are on this earth to please God and please yourself, and that or whoever you serve universe ancestors whoever you whoever you answer to from as for me in my household we serve the Lord so I want everyone who is listening to me to know that you are enough to know that you are loved you are you matter and you are important and it's okay to not like yourself sometimes. Don't live in not liking yourself. Like yourself in every stage that you're in. Answer that question. Hit me up and let me know what your response is. Can you learn to like yourself even when you're not doing well? I love you. Well... We've reached the end of the episode. I hope I have said something to make you laugh, to make you think, you know, make you feel a little bit to change your day, to change your mood for the day or for the night. When whenever you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this, I greatly appreciate it. You know, I appreciate the support. I appreciate the friends that have been kicking me in my behind about putting out a new episode and asking where it is Listen, (laughs) I I hope this was a good episode because honestly, I have been very critical about myself, like overthinking what I was recording. I have started, I have stopped, I have deleted things because oh, it doesn't sound like I have energy. This isn't gonna be good, this isn't what they're used to, yada yada blase blase, but nevertheless. I got a new episode out, B. (laughs) So, um, like I said, I hope you've enjoyed it so far. But we have reached Unique Speaks. Unique Speaks is when either I give you a quote um, from wherever I get a quote from, whoever I get a quote from. and, And, or, or, and, whichever way you like to put it, which that's a whole weird grammar thing I'm not getting into. But I give you excuse me, a poem because I'm a poet and I thought you should know it. You know, I do a little, little dibble dabble every now and then, but, um, I'm actually going to give y'all a poem because I haven't given you one in a long time. And this is one is actually untitled because I have a book. It's called write the poem and each page gives you a different topic to write a poem about. And this specific Um, this specific page, I had to write a poem about a fragrance. So, yeah, I hope you like it. Um, we're just going to call it the fragrance. I guess I, I decay. If something else jump out at you, let me know. But here it is. It's funny how a certain subtle scent can trigger memories that once meant the world to me. The laughs we once shared and the secrets too. How a specific aroma can put you right back in the mind of it. Oh, I'm sorry. Put you right back in the mind as if it were the first time we met. I remember our convos, snack sessions, even what we both always ate for breakfast. I was mad at you for a long time, but now I have no regrets. We had excuse me, we had some great times together and those outweigh times that weren't the best. I pray that you are happy, at peace and abundantly blessed. I will forever cherish our time and memories and memories together, but I no longer long for the fragrance of our friendship. The end. <laughs> um that poem was specifically about a friendship that ended. And like I said, I was mad at this person for a long time. But um, eventually you you kind of get past it. You don't wish any ill will on the person. You don't questions that are unanswered, you're okay with them being unanswered. You rather just leave them unanswered you no longer long for the fragrance of that friendship because it it's ran its course like it served its purpose at its at that time but now you know it, it's time to move on to bigger and better things i have great friends now i have amazing friends now <clears throat> jesus rona is that you um <laughs> listen Rona. <laughs> But I have amazing friends now that I would not trade for anything in this world. I would definitely not trade my new friends for old friends. Um, Not saying anything bad about my old friends or anything like that. But I couldn't see myself losing the friends that I have now. Um, And I pray to God that that never happens. So, yeah. If, If you're in a position now where you still not okay with losing someone be it friend, boyfriend, girlfriend whatever um know that over time you'll get to that spot where it doesn't matter like the fights didn't matter the you cherish the memories more than you cherish like you you can live in those memories but you don't want to live in that relationship anymore like as far as friendship or relationship whatever you know whatever triggers your memories so yeah this has this is the end honey we will be back um listen i don't want to tell you specifically i'm gonna be back next week i'm gonna do my best to be back next week i would stretch this untruth or not untruth i would stress this thing and say i'm gonna see you again at the end of the week Mm-mm. Mm-mm. i'm not even gonna put that type of pressure on myself if i get it out i get it out if not listen you're gonna see me next week okay uh, <laughs> but i love you so much thank you red people for tuning in if you want to know why i call you red people it's because my name is red and you are my people honey buns listen I know over this whole quarantine, I should have came up with a tagline for y'all. But it's it's coming. Okay? It's, it's coming. I got to come up with a good one since y'all have not had a tagline in so long. Um, but until next time, remember L-O-V-E is all we need. I love you all. Talk to you soon. Bye.